So good morning and welcome to St Thomas's for morning prayer today, Monday the 22nd of June. Um, today I'll be using common prayer again. Um, you can find that at commonprayer.net if you wish to follow the text. And our reading this morning will be from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. So once again, isn't it wonderful to start the week, to, to, start, to start the working week, uh, meeting together, even though we're separated, coming together to worship the Lord. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Exalt yourself above the heavens, and your glory over all the earth. And this morning, verses from Psalm 108. My heart is firmly fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and make melody. Wake up, my spirit, awake, lute and harp. I myself will waken the dawn. I will confess you among the peoples, O Lord. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your loving kindness is greater than the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Exalt yourself above the heavens, and your glory over all the earth. That third verse, isn't that great for us as Christians? Um, I will confess you among the peoples, O Lord. Just what we're called to do, to, to spread the good news, to spread the gospel. I will confess you among the peoples, O Lord. I will sing praises to you among the nations. So this morning's reading from Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. Now there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those eighteen who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree, and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year, and I'll dig round it and fertilise it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, 
then cut it down. Well, that's another challenging read this morning, isn't it? Um, a call to, re to repentance, to, to being in the right place with God. And also, God's grace. And also, I think, the power of prayer. And the first verses describe those awful events. They're not referred to anywhere else but events that took place in the temple and at the Tower of Siloam in Jerusalem. Some commentators have suggested that this is prophetic. Within a short time, Jesus' blood would be spilt in Jerusalem. And actually, not that long afterwards really, 20 more years, 30 more years, Jerusalem itself would be in ruins at the hands of the Romans. And Jesus could be addressing um, the belief that suffering was linked to sin. When he says, do you think those Galileans were more sinful than others? And then he says, no. But linking the two events is that call from Jesus to repentance. If you remember, that's, that's what John did at the start of his ministry. John the Baptist at the start of his ministry. He called people to repent. And that call to repentance is pressing, isn't it? As the illustrations suggest, it's a pressing need. Disasters can happen. And they can happen suddenly. And actually, I've got to say, it's, it's put me uh, in mind of the situation we're in at the moment. And the question that, that came to me was, am I in the right place with God? Are we in the right place with God? Should the unexpected happen? It's something for us to ponder. And the parable... That talks about judgment again, doesn't it? And in its original context, the, the parable of the fig tree might have referred to Israel and its relationship with God and the fact that judgment was coming. But for us, again it asks, are we in the right relationship? Are we making the most of what God has given us? Are we being fruitful? Do you recall the parable of the, ten, the talents? Are we making the most of what we have for God? And then we come to um, that bit that I said about prayer, when the gardener pleads with the Lord for time. That illustration of the fig tree may strike a chord with you if you're a keen gardener um, when shrubs or trees or plants don't produce what do you do about it do you just take them out or do you give them time do you let them stay and do you put fertilizer on do you, do you nourish them in the hope that 
they will produce fruit. I've got to say, it happened with us, with a little plum tree that we planted several years ago. And for ages it didn't do a thing. And then last year, we had an absolutely bumper harvest. We could easily have taken it out and replaced it with something else. But we benefited by leaving it. I say we in the sense of Sylvia doing all the hard work with it, looking after it. Um, and we had this bumper harvest, and we've only just finished the last of them. When we'd frozen them, we finished the last of them just recently. It's brilliant. And so the gardener says to his master, let me tend to the tree. Let me see if we can produce good fruit from it. And that talks to me of the power of prayer, something that we shouldn't underestimate. When we come to the Lord, when we pray for ourselves in our life with God, for others and for the world, we shouldn't underestimate what our prayers can achieve. And that's so encouraging for me. It's good to be reminded. Just imagine what a difference there could be. As people come together, praying alone perhaps, especially at the moment, praying alone. But an enormous stream of prayer being offered to God. I hope you're encouraged by that this morning. Amen. Exalt yourself above the heavens and your glory over all the earth. Catherine of Genoa said, All goodness is a participation in God and his love for his creatures. So having mentioned prayer, shall we now come to our time of intercession? And as normal, um, please do pop in the comments what you're praying for today and we'll, we'll read some of them, but everybody will be able to see them and share them and offer them to the Lord. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, we thank you again for this morning and for bringing us together. We thank you for the opportunity to come together even though we're apart and to offer you our prayers and our praise. And Lord, although that passage this morning has been a challenge, we ask you to, to work it through in our lives, to, to bring us into the right place with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. So Lord, we pray as uh, we move on through this summer term and, and as children are back in school and in some schools yet more year groups coming back, we pray for teachers, we pray for everybody who works in the education system, Lord. 
all the support workers who make sure that there's food, that the uh, buildings are clean and safe. And you pray for everybody working on the front line, in the NHS, in care, the police, fire service, ambulance services, everybody, Lord, who's working so hard. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for those who are suffering illness at the moment. For those who are suffering beyond COVID, which occupies such a large part of our thoughts. And we pray for Ray, Lord. Would you be with him, come beside him, and may he know your comfort and your peace. Would you pray for the situation in Brazil, Lord, and in China, and in Germany? cases increase, Lord, coronavirus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, as the government uh, continues to struggle with the, with the timing and the pace of releasing lockdown and bringing things back to a sense of normality. We do pray for patience. It's tough, Lord, when perhaps we can't see family, we can't give hugs, we can't give kisses. For those who are wondering about holidays, whether they will have a holiday this year, whether they should risk going on holiday, as countries like Spain are opening up their borders. For those whose plans have been disrupted. For those who perhaps have to put their wedding plans on hold. Lord, give us patience. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, this morning we remember those who have been affected by the violence in Reading and in Manchester over the weekend. And we pray for the families of those who have died, for those who are injured. Lord, we pray for a time when violence will be a thing of the past.
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, today, uh, an exciting time as we, we pray for Kat and for her licensing into her new parishes. May that be a joyful time for her, Lord. And in the coming days as she prepares and then moves down to the new benefice. An exciting moment. And Lord, we give you thanks that Ali and Kat have faithfully followed your calling. And when you ask them to go somewhere different, to set out on another journey, they were open to your bidding and said, yes, Lord, here we are. And we pray for Ali too, Lord, as he comes to his final weeks with us before moving. As he continues to serve you in this place at the moment. And for the whole family, Lord, the children, as they um, sadly may not be able to say goodbye to their friends in person. But as they prepare to set out and start in a different place to make new friends there, Lord, we ask you to bless the whole family. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And so let us now bring our prayer time to a close by saying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness stretches to the sky. Lift us by the power of your Holy Spirit to participate in your goodness and bear witness to your loving kindness in every move we make today. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness and protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. So thank you for being with us this morning. Uh, I hope you have a really good day. And don't forget, morning prayer continues tomorrow at the same time, 9.15. Goodbye.